Hey friends, on this episode I'm joined by Wills. He is a foreman carpenter working for Rooster Construction up in Auckland, New Zealand. We chat all things building, how to get into it, how to live it, and how to represent it. Wills is a great ambassador for our trade and we go into what he thinks it takes to be a leader in construction. Check it out. Well, thanks for coming along, bro. Thanks for coming on the podcast. We we met up in Auckland actually when I came up there for an event and got a few tradies together in a bar and uh, you turned up and you brought a few of your crew members, which was awesome. And we got a chance to have a small chat and kind of catch up. Thanks for coming to that as well. Uh, hey, thanks for coming on the podcast, man. See you there, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah bro. I've been meaning to do this one for a while, ever since we... Um, ever since we met at the bar and ever since have been following you on Instagram, doing your wise words on, on Wednesdays. And I was like, Oh, this is a guy I need a, this is a guy I need on the podcast for sure. So yeah. yeah right. Thanks for coming, bro. All good. All good. Thanks for the invite again. No worries, man. No worries. So, Hey, uh, let's kick it off, man. So you're, you're a builder, you're a foreman. Is that right? Um, you're up in Auckland. Tell me a bit about yourself. How I like to ask people how, especially tradies, um, builders, cause that's kind of my background as well. How you first got into building, how it all started and we'll go from there. Yeah, man. Probably. Yeah. Probably started early, um, in the intermediate days. Um, just doing the old woodwork classes and uh, my brother-in-law was um he's a kitchen installer and so of during my um holiday periods from school i would um tag along with him and go and do some um kitchen installs so i got to do a bit of cabinet making and and installing kitchens so that's pretty much where it started to kind of take off a bit and um get a real interest for working with with wood and timber so then i carried it on into high school and then yeah went from there did a couple of um woodwork classes in high school and then onihanga high school then started a building and construction course <clears throat> and so i was able to do that on my second to last year at onihanga and then that kind of led me on to unitech and then from unitech i then done a few just working with agencies and stuff and done a few laboring jobs here and there yeah that's pretty much how it, it all kicked off right yeah it sounds like you did you want to do sort of building or construction from that first moment where you started doing the odd job with your um, brother-in-law and intermediate like that's a pretty cool way to start especially um in terms of having skills in, in carpentry to start and that fine stuff like that cabinet making and, and joinery there's some pretty good skills to get you into the trade no i actually had more of a passion to um make it big in rugby yeah um, but uh yeah didn't quite um work out so then yeah i always had that backup plan which was um get into the trades or something around um the trades could have been cabinet making or or building or, or something around along those lines but yeah, it was actually rugby first, and then um, yeah. So, what did you do at Unitech? Was that like a pre-trade course? Sort yeah, of? so pre-trade yep. course. I did that for three years, and then kind of left Unitech probably halfway through one of the years. I kind of went through a bit of a down down period in in my life then, and then I was kind of like, oh, this is actually this building actually for me mm. kind of phase. 
Um, so then I had a gap year where I did absolutely nothing and yeah. just stayed home. I was a nuisance to my mom. <laughs> and yeah, she kept nagging me like, you know, when are you going to go out and get a job? And then I was like, oh, I don't know. I'm just not feeling it right now. And then I actually ended up moving to the Gold Coast for maybe four to five months. And I did a little bit of boat building with my brother-in-law. Mm. But then that was only just so I could get some kind of income and I guess find that passion again for for building or, you know, get back into what I was doing with my brother-in-law. Um, and so then, yeah, when I got back to, when I got homesick, I came back to, to Auckland and then that's when I, I finally made the decision that I was going to continue my studies and yeah so then I started signing up with a few agencies and just started off laboring just whatever was out there mm -hmm. um I guess you know how those agencies work is just what they'll call you the night before and they'll tell you the address and you've got to be there so and I also didn't have a car at the time as mm. well so mm. I used to um catch the bus um with all my tools yeah because I was you know that was probably the only way that I was going to try and um, make it again mm -hmm. was to, to put in those, um, those hard yards and, and yeah. Definitely. Well, it's, it's certainly paid off by the sounds of it. I mean, how did it go from that, from sort of riding the bus, doing laboring to, did you manage to secure an apprenticeship obviously somewhere along the line? Is that how it worked? Yeah. So then, um, so one of the agencies I did work for put me on a, on a site and I was actually just, I was doing, um, I was a hammer hand. Mm -hmm. I was just helping out, um, just doing the odd jobs with the foreman there. And um, there was another company there that was contracted to to them. And they kind of noticed my work ethic and stuff. And so they were like, oh, um, would you be interested in, in working for us and, you know, do kind of like a trial mm -hmm. um, at that same job? Yeah. And so... And then, yeah, that kind of um, turned out really well. And I'm still with that company now, which is Russo Construction. Sweet. Yeah, so one week I was working for the agency and then the next week I was working for Russo at the same site. Yep. Yeah, yeah. that can happen like that. I, I, I notice it happens like that down here as well. You know, if if someone spots a good guy, then they, um, they get snapped up pretty quickly usually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And... Um, yeah, been with Russo um, almost 10 years now. Wow, far out. Yeah, yeah. So I finished my apprenticeship. They helped me get me across the line because obviously I left Unitech and didn't quite finish my studies. Mm -hmm. But I managed to get some of my assessments crossed over from Unitech onto um, BCITO. And then, yeah, Russo pretty much just got me over the line. Awesome. Still with them. <laughs> yeah, ever since. Nice. So now you're a foreman with Russo, right? Yeah, awesome. yeah. So I yeah, pretty much came up through the ranks and um, kind of got thrown in the deep end a little bit from the boss um, as to how I became a foreman. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the other senior boys was leaving, and so there was already another job lined up. And so he was like, "Oh, um, you know, I'm not too, not quite sure if you're ready, but I'm gonna throw you in there anyway and see how you go. You're either gonna sink or swim." <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I managed to do okay. Um, 
and then yeah so he was like oh sweet now nah, you're you're pretty much a natural with us yeah and then, yeah i haven't haven't had a thought of leaving yet thoroughly enjoying it at the moment which is good 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 so how long have you been a foreman when did they throw you that uh, one probably four five years ago yeah yeah i think five years ago yeah and i got my first gig as a foreman yeah and then yeah pretty much just got better and better i'm still learning still improving on on some things but yeah other than that um yeah going good 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 to hear yeah. man yeah it's a it's a big jump hey when you go from like a carpenter to a foreman or even i don't i'm not sure how russo operates but even you know as you move up the ranks from apprentice to carpenter and then maybe if the company's big enough sometimes there'll be a position that you call like a leading hand sort of position and then a foreman yeah it's a different ball game it's a different skill set you know there's a lot of uh and i've noticed this myself you can be quite good on the tools you can be quite a good builder but it takes like uh, something different to be a foreman or to run sites and and kind of juggle subcontractors and everything else yeah, that comes yeah. with it yeah how'd you yeah, find how'd you find it i mean obviously getting thrown in the deep end it's pretty i know when it first happened to me i was excited because it was the move that i wanted to make but um you kind of fake it till you make it that's what i've been doing oh, at least uh, <laughs> that's exactly what my boss said to me as well when he yeah. He was like, you know, when you talk to the clients, you got to like, you know, kind of like act like you know what you're talking about, but you, you don't actually. So I was like, oh, okay, see this, we'll see how this goes. Um, and so, but yeah, no, nah, I kind of, because I've always been um, into challenging myself. Yeah. I thought that was, um, yeah, a good way to, to challenge um, my my career. Um, never actually really wanted to be a foreman like that wasn't my goal. It was just to be a qualified builder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually wanted to join the army and right. do construction in the army. Mm-hmm. But I actually got rejected because I'm asthmatic. <laughs> oh, true. Yeah. So oh, that, was a bit of a, that was a bit of a bummer. But yeah, I guess everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but no, it was, it was quite a big jump um, from getting told what to do and actually telling others what to do. Yep. That was kind of like a little bit of a, a bit of a funny transition there. Yeah. And um, kind of getting used to getting on your phone and, and talking to, to subcontractors and trying to like book them in and trying to like keep the program or schedule running. But yeah, just kind of over the years just got better and better at the organization part. Mm-hmm of building so yeah but i have noticed is you're not really on the tools as much mm. um, as mm. much as you want to um mm. which is what i love to do is actually on the tools yeah um but just with the role obviously everybody knows a foreman you're on the tools probably like half the time and then the other half you're doing admin you know sorting out subcontractors and stuff which i enjoy the organization mm. part of it as well um i don't mind doing a bit of that mm-hmm. um and then yeah, and the other good thing is you get to pick and choose what jobs you you do on site. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you swoop in for the glory work. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, nah, that's that's pretty much the way I found that transition. Yeah, it is a just a kind of you got to learn on your feet, eh? I, I think you um you you sort of find yourself whenever you make a jump in your career, at least as a builder. 
um, or you know, from apprentice to builder or whatever, you yeah, you're never really going to know what it takes to make that next step until you're just in there and you're just trying to figure it out. I think it's more character than actual ability. You know, there's um, there's plenty of like I've said, like great builders out there, but it just takes someone who's willing to actually step up and put the neck out and take a whole bunch of responsibility on. And uh, yeah, when you, I know even now when it, I'm sort of doing like site management and project management, essentially yeah. you've just got to be crazy enough to be the most hated person on site <laughs> for a lot of it. Uh, yeah. And, and kind of, um, yeah, be the one to push everyone and um, be the guy that everyone's slagging off Um it almost takes that it's not any real special skill you just kind of have to be able to take it on and go for it yeah 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 oh, hard out man so right you've been a foreman for f- four or five years so what what kind of work are you, you guys doing i mean I've, I've followed um you on instagram a little bit and what rooster are doing you guys are like an architectural sort of builder is that what you'd call it yeah or, yep. yeah yeah so yep. uh, we do mainly architectural led contracts yeah um, which is always always, always good because you know we all we get different jobs you know not every job is going to be the same mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah that that's always good I guess to have be in a company that does that kind of work um, it's always good because you get to kind of broaden your skills um, a little bit you know so you're not always building the same project over and over again yeah for sure um, so yeah yeah we do do that and um yeah, now I, I kind of owe Rusa, you know, quite a bit, you know, for obviously getting me over the line with my apprenticeship and that final, uh, was it almost 10 years ago when they noticed me and actually were keen to take me on, mm. um, especially when I was I was doing agency jobs for so long. I almost like was going to give up again kind of thing. Yep. And so, yeah, I just stayed patient with it and then so yeah i feel like i owe rusa um quite a quite a lot um Mm -hmm. because they've got me um as far as i have um now with my career at the moment and um just the boys in general we have a pretty good good culture yeah um within our company which i think is really important Mm. for your career as well Mm -hmm. there's no point um getting good money if you're going to be unhappy Mm -hmm. the way i see it is it's better to be happy and not you know, make as much money as you you can elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of set from the top, which um, our boss Kent, you know, he's really good, looks after us. Just a real family orientated boss, so we don't work weekends. Mm. Um, and he hates it when we do try and work weekends because he's all about that family time yep. in the weekend. Um, but yeah, and he takes us on um, hunting trips and stuff, and takes us when we have staff meetings. He'll take us out to cafes and that, and yeah really invests in the company because you know if we his saying is um if we look after him he'll look after us kind of thing mm-hmm. so it almost feels like Rusa is actually like a like a, a business that we all own together rather mm-hmm. than each other. yeah and he's those bosses that you you see most of the week and you're able to he's easy to talk to and stuff when you you know feeling a bit down and stuff he's just real understandable so yeah big ups to my boss <laughs> <laughs> hey yeah that's yeah. no small thing hey eh? like getting you're right getting that work work culture there is it's important yeah 
So you, what, what do you think it takes to really create that work culture? Obviously, you've just said like he, he invests in the... It sounds like you've got a real team attitude, you know? Um, everyone seems to buy into the into the mission and um, work hard for each other. I guess it's that parallel to, you know, like a, a good rugby team. Everyone's pulling their own weight and pulling in the same direction. It's quite hard to kind of get that culture going though you know there's always someone who wants a pay rise or who doesn't want to um, work as hard or or what, what 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 do you think it takes to really get the get the balance right yeah um yeah like i said before it, probably, it starts from the top i reckon like mm. you know, the boss is gonna set that good standard and then obviously us foremans and senior guys so we have yeah a boss and then we got a project manager mm-hmm. um he's a really good guy as well you know he's really good just with plans and and funny detailing and stuff he's yeah one really smart chippy old nick and then two foremen so tom and i um and we have monthly meetings with the boss and he kind of just checks on us and makes sure that our sites are running smoothly how we can better our work relationships with the other boys and stuff and what we can do to make our team stronger mm-hmm so that's why I guess our boss takes us out on these hunting hunting trips and these random um trips, you know, just have a bit of fun and mm. um really get to know um each other on a personal level. Yeah, boys. I think that's what Rusa has 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 got that maybe other companies don't have. Mm. Is that where we're all pretty pretty tight knit? And so yeah, I think yeah, the boss sets that standard and then obviously we get it and then we pass it on to the boys. Then I guess yeah that yeah like they say the teamwork makes the dream work. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true though. Yeah, you spend so much time with those with that team. You know, um, you often see uh, the guys that you're working with more than you see your own family. So you kind of have to be a family in in its own right, and you have to figure out how you're going to work together. Well, everyone's different. Everyone's got their own little quirks on site and ways they they like doing things um you, you definitely find that as a manager and juggling people's personalities and and strengths and weaknesses and building everyone up it's uh it's actually quite a fun part of the job if you kind of have that time to invest into that yeah and it just makes being at work fun you know mm. um every company will have their own inside banter um so we yeah we throw a bit of banter around with all the boys yeah Oh, which you know that that just shows that there's a healthy um environment within mm-hmm. your site mm-hmm. um yeah i'm a bit of a cheeky guy sometimes on site so i like to have a bit of fun and pull the odd prank here and there <laughs> um on the boys but you know that's just kind of so it's not all serious yeah you know, at work. because if it becomes a little bit too serious then it's like it might get a bit boring mm-hmm. um so yeah try and um chuck on your joke here and there and yeah nah it's really good and then when we do get new guys working for us they can um easily see the way Bruce kind of works as a team mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. um so that's um that's always good because we do get the old comment like oh man you guys work so well together mm-hmm. um you guys are you know pretty organized um with your guys scheduling and stuff so um yeah, I guess that's just a reflection on what our boss has has kind of, you know, set for the company and, and the direction that he wants us to, to kind of get to. Nice. Yeah. 
it sounds like um it's kind of a, a bit of an open book in terms of what you guys are like sharing and promoting and, and that team attitude there's a lot of companies that will have like a real obvious hierarchy system that where you know to i've always found to get builders and apprentices really involved in the in the process you have to kind of give them some of the info that you're having as a foreman or a manager in terms of um, schedules and when the subcontract is coming and why you do this and why you do that and really involving them in the plans and the process as a whole instead of just you know go over there and box up that path or and and that's yeah. it and not really go further than that you know it's it's important if you want people to kind of get after it in a team environment and even learn and grow and, and be um, a valuable member of the team, then you got to include them as early as you can with your apprentices, especially. Yeah, no, that that's yeah, you pretty much hit the um hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, because that's exactly what what we do as well. We you know try and involve the apprentices or the other um qualified guys in our team, try mm-hmm. and get them involved in the project as as much as we can, so that there's a bit of incentive for them as well at the end. Yeah. Because then you know we feel like oh yep we've all done this together rather than like you said go and do that and then you know that's all you're gonna do is just box the path. Yeah, I think so. I think like you know like you've said, Russo obviously showed faith in you and and um and picking you up ten years ago and then kind of uh, getting you through up to qualified builder and then giving you the opportunity to be a foreman. You have to you have to think of uh, not only all the guys as a team but i think if you appreciate people's own individual little drives and missions and support their own learning it'll actually repay i think a lot of guys are maybe a bit freaked out about oh if i teach these guys too much or if i let them in too much then they're just going to sort of either get big-headed or or you know what i mean or, or perhaps oh he'll he'll learn so much he'll he'll, st- he'll go out on his own and i'll lose all my guys because i'm telling them everything but i've always found that not to be true you know the more you kind of invest in in the guys and get them involved the more they just want to be there and pull harder for the team i've found i don't know what it's yeah. like at your crew but it's probably the same yeah yeah nah absolutely yeah pretty much pretty much what you said yeah yeah, it's good. So uh, I remember um, when we caught up in Auckland there, was, is it your cousin or is it one of your relatives you've brought um, him into the team as well, starting his building career? Oh, and yeah, his... my nephew. Your nephew, that's it. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So he yeah. just recently signed up with um, BCRTO. Yep. Um, and then I've got another nephew who stays in Wellington. He's also doing um, building as well. Yeah. Uh, he has one day a week because he's still at school. Got... Um, one guy in our youth group, he's doing his course at Unitech. So it's um it's really good to see that um you know guys are still interested in in getting trades. Mm. Obviously mm-hmm. with the industry booming, um it's always good to hear that those courses, for instance, uh BCRTO, Unitech, that there's a um like a bit like they're attracted to go and, and, and do a trade. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, that's always um that was that's always good. Yeah, for sure. I mean, let's talk a bit more about that because was it last night or um, this week you even went to a trades night? At, was it a high school or something like that? How did yeah. how did that all happen? Tell me about that. Yeah, so my cousin um, works for the Auckland Business Chamber, and they they like do all that kind of stuff. Like, um, I guess 
just little expos and that and they organize um school students to kind of get into the workforce not so much just trades but you know get into uni teaching and all that stuff so um my cousin got in contact with me and said oh do you want to come and be the rep for for builders on the night and i was like yes yeah, sweet as and i didn't quite know what to expect um but it was like a full-on expo eh? i don't know if you saw my stories but yeah. i ended up in all these companies had like these flash pull-up banners and that and they had like photos of their work and everyone they had like their laptops out and stuff and i just turned up just with nothing and uh, oh man i'm look a bit um making the builders look a bit poor at this expo and so i just did the old like walk out to the van grab my chromebook put it on the table just to make it look a little bit professional um yep. there was no use for it being on the table it was just there um, <laughs> but yeah and then pretty much the night was just for students to to just come through and just hear firsthand um my journey and what it takes to to become a builder Mm-hmm. So yeah, I probably had three, four groups of students come through last night, um, and they had some questions as well that I answered. Um, but the really cool thing I reckon about last night was that some parents were present as well, mm. and so they came um, to support their sons um, just to get a a fair idea of how how it all, you know, how apprenticeships work. Um, what characteristics or attributes that you need to you know become a builder mm-hmm. uh, and even the parents were asking me questions as well so that was all, yeah right yeah so that was pretty cool yeah no it was it was a pretty cool experience it was my first one i've never done anything like that like go to a careers night because unfortunately i missed one i had a i had a family event on the same night but i got invited to go to one tree hill college mm. and and, and talk to the um the construction course or class there mm-hmm. um but it, yeah just i had a, a a family family event on the same night so i had to pull the pin on going to one tree hill college but i was pretty keen to go and and see the parents and um talk to the students there um and so yeah i got invited to go there um and i guess the the main reason I got asked to go was because um, the parents at um, having that they got the mentality that you need to go to uni mm-hmm. in order mm-hmm. to be successful. Successful, so like get a degree. You know that's the only way you can, um, you know, be successful. But um, the reason why I was gonna go was to try and tell them otherwise. Mm. Like you could be a tradie, you could be a plumber, you could be a sparky do engineering and still be successful mm-hmm. um, doing a trade so that was yeah pretty much the reason why i was going to go along and obviously encourage the boys there as well because especially for us pacifica students some of us are, are shy mm-hmm. um, our maths and english and and some of our, our subjects that we take at school are not not as strong as the other students in class and so I think that's where most of the Pacifica kids get thrown off doing apprenticeships is because they, they feel they're not smart enough to, mm-hmm. to take up a trade mm-hmm. because it involves maths. You know, you've got to 
get your communication skills out there. You've got to be confident. And so that's when a light bulb went off in my head and I was like, man, I was once that student. I was once that person that didn't do well at maths. I wasn't confident in talking to large groups of people. I'm still not confident, but building has made me get better at those mm. those things. Like my math skills have have gotten a lot better. My um, communication skills and my confidence in talking to other people, new people, a lot better than what it was back when I was a student. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, you know, why can't I go out there and tell all the students, you know, it's okay to be shy. It's okay to feel you're not smart enough to become a, a tradie. It's okay not to have that self-confidence because as a builder, you kind of learn to do those things mm. better and better at it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was um, pretty um, honored and privileged to go last night and kind of share those experiences with the students. And so, yeah, that's what I'm trying to get into more now is um, just get get into the schools um, and, yeah, just if there's anything that I can encourage um, the students to get into is pretty much that, just giving them a bit of confidence and, yeah, hence the, um, the Wise Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Nah, hats off to you, bro. Good on you for doing that, you know. Yeah, being a spokesperson for building, that's that's not an easy thing to do. Especially, you know, you're not going in there with a script or with anything to really sell anyone, are you? You know, you're just trying to kind of say, obviously, I mean, building's obviously had a big effect in your life, like you were just saying. It's helped you build that confidence. And um, it's obviously been good to you and good for you in terms of, um, I don't know, developing your character, I guess you could say, maybe. Is that how yeah, you feel yeah. about it? Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely, because, like, if I was to, you know, go all the way back to when I first started building um, and doing my apprenticeship, I would, like, never, you know, approach the client and and say hi to them or anything. I'd just be, you know, turn up to work, get set up, and then just listen to the foreman um, and the boss and only just talk to them Mm. and never interact with anyone else that comes on site because I was always just just always a bit shy. Mm. Um, But because being a foreman you've got no choice but to you know speak to the clients um speak to random subcontractors that come on site and so that's where i kind of just picked up my um confidence and communication skills kind of yeah just through building so yeah buildings yeah pretty much helped heaps um in my life like yeah which um which is why i was willing to share my um, experiences with with the students um, yeah. because a few of them actually asked me last night like oh um are you good at maths and then i was like not when i was in school no nah. yeah they were like oh I'm, I'm pretty shy um is that is that really gonna stop me from from wanting to to do a trade and i that's when i just spoke um mm. and it was yeah like you said it wasn't scripted it was so easy to share Mm-hmm. and talk because i've been through exactly what um they're going through now yeah just that you know sitting on the fence kind of oh do i really want to do it am i going to do something else um and yeah i had quite a few students come through last night which was which was good so there's a yeah there's 
there's big interest in our trade, which is good. Good. Um, so yeah, it's just a, um, now it's just trying to get those boys to obviously sign up to those um, trade courses and and then hoping that they they get through. Mm. Yeah. And make, yeah. So what 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 is the feeling? I mean, you've kind of just spoken on it there, but I'm interested to know. You know, what are these kind of high school level students thinking? Of, what's their view on the trades or, or being a trader? You know, obviously, like you say, their their parents are saying, "Oh, you should get a degree and you should go to uni and and this." I mean, kind of historically, you could almost say the trades were like not a second option. But you know, if you didn't, if you missed out on uni, then maybe you went into the trades. That's always been kind of historically the way it's been thought of, at least that's how I've um, always taken it. But I think that is changing the the stigma about the trades. Um, Cause it's, certainly once you get into it, like not that I ever thought building was going to be easy, but I can't imagine a harder job than being a builder to be perfectly honest. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and well, like, yeah, like you say, man, even for me in high school, maths was my weakest subject. I was absolutely hopeless at maths and, and now, and I shouldn't say this, but all that I use from high school is maths, <laughs> you know, because I'm, I'm using it every day on site. So, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to know what, what are these young guys thinking? Do they, like you say, are they keen to come out and get their hands dirty and work hard and, and willing to be builders? Yeah, so um, most of the students that actually came through last night, they were already doing um, trade courses. Mm in school mm-hmm. and some of them were actually signed up to do trade courses next year mm. and so i guess last night was just um just so that they were um i guess get clarification over like what it is what's it um it's gonna take yep. to kind of to get your apprenticeship over the line mm-hmm. um and so i just pretty much told them the truth like when you start your apprenticeship you're going to get the crap jobs mm. you're going to sweep the floors you're going to load the skip bins you're going to move timber piles from front of the driveway all the way down to the other side of the site um and you are going to feel like nah building sucks like mm. that's exactly what i went through when i you know was doing my apprenticeship and those laboring jobs i was like man this ain't building this is not what i had seen on TV, those builders on TV building mean as houses. Mm. Um, and so that's what I was just trying to get across to them is that you're going to do your uh, trade courses, but then when you eventually get an apprenticeship, you're going to do those jobs. You're going to mm-hmm. dig holes for maybe a week long. Um, and so, yeah, I was just trying to, trying to just give them a bit of, of um, an insight and encouragement at the same time. Mm, mm. Um, but now they they were super keen on on taking taking up a trade, um, which was building. So um, it would be good to see a lot more um, Pacifica students taking um, doing the trade. Uh, it could be whatever. Like I'm not trying to f- um, purely just speak on building. They can mm. do plumbing and um, be a Sparky or whatever, as long as they're gonna you know get a trade um i'll be happy mm-hmm. oh good on you so you're thinking of doing that again you think you'll take up the challenge again if you got asked to keep on doing oh that? yeah definitely and i'll probably be a little bit more organized as well nice yeah I might 
I'd take a few um, photos just to yeah, true. From where I started, and then kind of show them the work that I'm doing now. Yep. Kind of so that'll always be you know it might inspire someone, it might not, but you know there's only so much that you can do to encourage um, students to take on a trade. Mm. Yeah, it's really about just taking that step at on a personal level. Eh? Um, learning in the trades, like I, I absolutely love my apprenticeship, but I was lucky. I was with a really great company, and I had good mentors. Then I'm pretty blessed in in the opportunities that I got in my apprenticeship. But learning in those kind of growing pains, um, it's kind of rough when you're making stuff ups and and you really want to get things right. Um, yeah, you, you kind of have to just have the self-confidence or the belief that you'll be able to learn something i i often liken it a lot of young people won't be able to hopefully well maybe you're going to be an apprentice before you're a father or a mother but um you know when i was um i've got two kids now and when um when we were first about to have our first kid i was like oh man i i don't know how to be a dad like i'm gonna suck at this this is gonna be hard i don't know what to do and then and then you realize like the kids teach you how to be a dad you know no no one knows how to be a dad until you be a dad it's the same thing with the builder you just start doing it and um if you stick at it and if you pay attention and you have a i guess a work ethic or a determination um you will get there. Uh, there's not many people who really fail at it, especially if they're willing to commit to it. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. No, hard out. Um, so, yeah, hopefully get more opportunities in the future to kind of go out to the schools and, and you know, and share my experiences because I've been through it. So hopefully it can inspire some of the other future um, generations of, of tradies. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah. But not just... Uh, um, males but also you know females as well mm-hmm. um didn't realize how many female tradies there were until i had started an instagram account yeah me um, too yeah and it's really cool to see though because you know everyone um thinks that building or having a trade is um purely just for males mm-hmm. um but now it's really good to see um the females out there giving it a giving it a go as well yep absolutely yeah no i I really enjoy that and and you're right you know instagram's a good window of opportunity for these young people in high school you know if you really um besides kind of trade expos or or knowing someone in the trade you can uh go and follow um you know uh sort of builds with wills on instagram and you get an everyday insight into into what being a builder is like because you, you know all these people on instagram are posting stories and they're posting the good stuff and the bad stuff and it's quite cool it's um i mean when when probably when you and me first started out there wasn't anything like that in terms of oh what's this going to be like every day um you kind of got no idea until you're really into it but now um yeah you just hop on instagram and you find out exactly what it's like to be in a builder every day yeah yeah no that's um yeah, I didn't realize how um, cool the Instagram community as well for trades on Instagram as well. Because I, I actually wanted to do an Instagram account like probably two years ago. Yeah. Um, but I always held off from that because I was, I didn't know if it was going to be like, um, what, what, like cool. Mm. I didn't know if my content was going to be like 
you know, enjoyable and that. So I was like, oh, nah. And plus I was always, I still have that little bit of shyness that I had back in school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I was like, nah, I don't want to do an Instagram. But then I finally just decided to do it because there'll be people out there that um, always wonder, you know, what do you do at work? We know you're a builder, but, you know, what exactly are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and the projects that you get because I just, when I just catch up with my mates or some of the boys um, in our youth group, they're like, oh, how's work? And then you explain it to them, but they don't quite understand. Mm. So for them to see it on your um, Instagram, it probably gives them a, a better understanding of um, of what we do. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. We got the best job out there, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's true. You know, like a Scott Brown Carpentry on YouTube, you know, people who aren't even, um, who aren't even builders will, will watch him build and, and think it's great, you know, and, and these guys are sitting in cubicles all week. will go and make furniture on the weekend cause it's fun. It's like, Oh, well that's what we do every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what, what inspired the, um, uh, the Wednesday segment, the wise words, you know, you're obviously a guy who wants to sort of, you, I, I, I take it you have a kind of um, maybe not a passion, but it seems like you want to sort of give back to building in general or, or young people out there or just people out there who are doing the same thing or maybe going through right now some of the things you've already been to. You obviously have sort of a, a bit of a passion to do that. Where did that come from obviously say you said earlier that you, you feel like you kind of not owe rusa uh the company that you work for but in so many ways you sort of do you feel like that opportunity that they gave you to grow is is really paid off for you on a personal level so you obviously have a bit of um hunger to give back and to share some wisdom on a wednesday so yeah <laughs> I, I i enjoy those though. they're great <laughs> yeah yeah i've had, I had a few people on um private message and they're like waiting for the wise wednesdays they're like is there a wise wednesday today because it's like sometimes i post it after eight yeah they'll be like what's the wise wednesday today and i'm like oh man so flat out of the way you know uh-huh. but um i don't know where that idea came from it was just i guess it was more of like just a general reminder to people and just you know motivate them kind of mm. in whatever um field or career you you do um i try to be relatable um outside of building as well yep so not just purely have a building page just try and i guess add another dimension to to my page Mm -hmm. um but i i do try and um make it relatable to building as well Mm. um and life experiences um so yeah that's pretty much where where that came from but yeah most of it's just just through experience yeah which is probably why it's so easy to to get it across mm. Um, mm. those live wednesdays so hopefully um could stay wise a bit longer <laughs> yeah i'm sure you can isn't that you, you that's the thing when you start creating content mate you you've you've got to keep up appearances you're going to have to every wednesday you're going to have to come up with something slightly yeah, different I, it's hard uh, yeah. <laughs> so i try and um, change it up a bit i'll chuck the old quote in there um i'll even get someone else to feature on it if they're mm-hmm. keen you know because it's always good to to hear what you know other people um you know what wise 
knowledge they want to share with everyone. Yeah. And so I'm trying to um, get people to yeah jump on board. So um, hopefully get Joy um, Maulu. Oh yeah. The, she's yeah female. Um, also Samoan um, builder down the line somewhere I think. Um, so yeah, she's she's um. I kind of told uh, hinted to her to to jump on one of the Wise Wednesdays, and she replied and said that she's not wise. But um, <laughs> well, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess you inspire the females that are um that are thinking about doing a trade because mm-hmm. um, Joy and and Mitch, they those are two pages that you want to follow for, for the, sure. Yeah, because they do some pretty awesome work. Just wanted to to um, thank certain people that have helped me on my journey. Yeah, uh, get me where I am. Um, I'm the type of person where I, I never try and forget, you know, my my culture and my roots. Um, and so my family have always been a really good support um, base for um, for my career. Um, my mum wasn't really too sure whether I should do building. She didn't really um, know if the money was good or not, like whether it was worth it. Um, but I'm sure now that she's seen where I am now um, and how happy I am to to be doing what I'm doing. Um, yeah, she'll be she'll be happy. Um, and so yeah, no, I just want to just thankful for my family. Um, for Brusa, um and of, and my wife as well. She was um, back then when we were dating. Um, she was always there for me when I was when I had my gap year, when I felt like building wasn't wasn't for me. Um, she was always the one that was encouraging me to, you know, push on because she could see that I was passionate for for building or and construction. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. Yeah, thankful for for her and 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 the rest of my family. Um, and yeah, and and thank God as well for for gifting us with the talents that we we have, and we're able to showcase that in, with the work that we do. For um, sure, which is pretty important to me. So yeah, and 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 thank you as well for for letting me come on here and ha- have a good yarn. Um, yeah. The first time I've I've actually done this as well, so it's been quite a quite an um, eventful week for me. It has, um, eh? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's awesome. I've I've enjoyed it because it's something that I'm passionate about. Yeah. And so it wasn't um. It wasn't hard to say to say yes, um, mm. because of pretty much just talking on experience. Yep. Which is good. Whereas if I had gone in there and not known what to say, that's when it would have been, you know, a bit difficult to, to kind of do. But nah, man, um, yeah, thank you, thank you again for the opportunity. Nah, no worries, mate. Yeah, thanks for coming on. It's been good. Looking forward to hearing Joy on one of the Wise Wednesdays. Yeah, yeah. That'll Hopefully. be good. Yeah, Hopefully. you'll get her on, and Mitch oh. maybe as well. Uh, I've been trying to get yeah, Mitch yeah. on the podcast for a long time, and she keeps turning me down. So uh, oh, I'm work, working on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. She'll be awesome, man. Yeah. She'll be awesome. Yeah, definitely. All right. Yeah, no, nah, cheers, Will. All right. Thanks for listening, friend. 
Thanks very much to my guest, Wills, for coming on and giving his time. Thanks to him for being an ambassador of building. Imagine that, being the guy representing your trade. Good on him. Something to shoot for, I reckon. It was cool to hear how he found that experience and how he's kind of hungry for more, which is great to hear. Our industry needs more leaders, more people who have relatable stories like Will had to share. Good stuff. You can follow Wills on Instagram at buildswithwills. Uh, tune in on Wednesdays. Get ready for some wisdom. Felt good to put out another podcast. Hope you're well in these times. Hope you're keeping busy, doing something creative, being useful. That's the idea. So, yeah, until the next one, keep chipping away. <laughs>